This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. something happen in your life that just so completely rocked your world that you weren't sure how to pray afterward? Man, you said no to everything I've asked. I mean, what, what, how do I pray? Why should I pray? And I, I don't know about you, but I've said that to God. What do we do when our prayers seem to be left unanswered? What do we do when God seems to be doing the exact opposite of what we've prayed for? As we study Acts chapter 12, Pastor Robert teaches us about the struggles and victories of the early church. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. noticed because he saw that it pleased the Jews, talking about the leadership, he proceeded to capture Peter. Well, that makes sense. Kill this guy, it makes everybody happy. Here, let me kill another one. And so now he goes after the one that had been basically the face and the voice of Christianity. He goes after Peter. Now, this sends the, the early church into all kinds of Upheaval. I mean, imagine, you know, they've already scattered. Stephen was, he was not an apostle. Stephen was, was one of the deacons. He was one of the servants of the church. He was one of the ones that had been assigned to distribute food, you know, to the widows and, and this kind of thing. And, and so when Peter was killed, oh, it brought all kinds of grief and sadness. But when James died, James was one of the apostles. I mean, James was one of the anointed of God. Do you understand? James was one of the ones, well, Jesus had selected him, hand-picked, hand, hand-picked James and, and John, and they walked with him for three years. And, and then you know, he draws them aside, and, and he tells them, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit upon you to empower you. And, 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 and he did. And I think when James was murdered, it completely rocked the faith of a lot of the Christians. I think it freaked them out because he was an apostle. Surely God won't let anything happen to James. I mean, James is one of the, he's one of the 12. He's one of the anointed ones. He's one of the ones that's been entrusted to, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all nations. And Surely God will keep James safe. And then all of a sudden, he's dead. 
And I wonder at that point what the attitude was. How do you pray after something like that happens? You ever had something happen in your life that just so completely rocked your world that you weren't sure how to pray afterward? Man, you said no to everything I've asked. I mean, what, what, how do I pray? Why should I pray? And I, I don't know about you, but I've said that to God. I've been through circumstances and situations where I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed, and it just seemed like he said no to everything. And I'm like, why bother? Apparently, I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to pray. Everything I'm praying, you're saying no to. You're doing the exact opposite of what I'm asking for, and I'm so completely out of touch with what you're doing in my life. Let me just sit down over here, and you do what you want to do. And just the frustration and the confusion and the bewilderment. I think there were at least some in the early church that were at that place. And now Peter's arrested. And they're not taking any chances with Peter. I, I love the, the way that the whole thing, it's not as clear in our English text, but the way it's worded in the Greek indicates that um, Herod placed four squads of four soldiers, 16 guards, on Peter. And, and the way we see it in the text as we read on a little bit, and we will in just a minute, it becomes clear that he's got one on each. He's chained to one over here. He's chained to another one over here. And then there are two outside the door to the cell. And, and then apparently there's another, you know, the prison guards, the normal contingent of prison guards. But Peter is assigned four and apparently they were changing the guard so that he had each day, you know, they switched down. He had four squads of four that would just switch out. And he's chained to them 24 hours a day. They don't want to lose him. They're making sure. They don't want to kill him during the Passover because that wouldn't go over well with the Jewish people. And so they're going to hold him. They're just going to keep him there, hold him during the Passover. And after those holy days are passed, they'll drag him in front of the people. Herod will pronounce sentence, and they'll kill him too. And, and it's just going to be such a big hit. I mean, Herod's thinking, this is, this is, this is going to be it. This is great. They're going to love me when I'm done here. Verse 6 says, when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping. I love that. How do you sleep with you know, each wrist chained to a soldier, knowing that you're going to be dead in a few days? He didn't have sleep problems, and apparently he was totally content with whatever God wanted to do. I don't know if he was just resigned to his fate, or, or if he just so looked forward to being joined, you know, reunited with the Lord Jesus. I don't know, but he's, he's sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers. And the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison, and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, Gird yourself, tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and followed him and did not know that, it was, that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they were past the first and second guard posts, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them out of its own accord. And they went out and went down one street. Immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel, has delivered me from the hand of Herod 
from all the expectation of the Jewish people. So when he'd considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. Now, think about what's going on here. Peter's, Peter's totally out. There he is. He's chained. He's got a guard on either side of him. These Roman soldiers, the special forces of their day. He's inside a prison. There's you know, two guard posts. There are the guards outside the door. I mean, he is totally locked down. He's totally doomed. There's absolutely no way that he's going to get out. And all of a sudden, he feels this. Sound asleep. So asleep that when the bright light you know, comes on in the cell and the angel standing there, it doesn't phase him. The angel actually has to poke him in the ribs to wake him up. Peter, wake up. Wake up. And he, what? Get dressed. We're leaving. Put your shoes on. And the first thing that happens is that these metal chains, the shackles that would have been put on by the blacksmith, no, you know, we think about handcuffs with a key. No, no, no. These would have been fastened on by a blacksmith, and they would have had to be cut off with a chisel when they released them, and they just fall off. That's pretty cool. Then he stands up, he, 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 you know, he puts on his, his cloak or whatever, and he gets his sandals tied on, you know, and, and he realizes none of this is bothering the guards. They're still deeply asleep. Heads toward the door, out the door. We're not told about that first doorway. Don't really know what happened there, but those guards didn't notice. And then he goes past two more guard posts, and they don't notice. And then they walk out the front door and the big iron gates, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know if, if any of you are, remember the old Star Trek movies. You know, when I was a kid and, and um, Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock and, you know, they walk up to the door of the Starship Enterprise and it just opened automatically. That was the coolest thing. I mean, we'd never seen anything like Now you go to Publix and they open. It's no big deal anymore. <laughs> Right, But in, when I was a kid, that was cool. It was amazing. Well, imagine in Peter's time. He approaches these iron gates, and all of a sudden, they just swing open. And, and you know, Dr. Luke, writing this down later, he tells us Peter didn't realize it was real. He thought he's having a vision. He had no idea this is actually taking place until he gets outside the prison. He's standing out there in the middle of the street, and the angel just says, Okay, I'm done. See ya. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.